Got a show that you'll never forget. Welcome to the Wrestling Club WrestleMania post show. Wrestling Club, the only place to say for all wrestling fans, whether you're casual, lapsed, obsessed, or ashamed, I'm one of the hosts, Brett Davis. Uh, we don't need a lot of fanfare tonight because we've had a weekend of a lot of it. Uh, we're going to have some special guests joining us. Some you may be seeing in the moment. Uh, but uh, Darren will be joining us uh, after his uh, nap, I guess. I don't know where he is. But uh, we we have two very special guests. Uh, uh, oh, wait. Hold on. Here's my co-host. Darren may be doing a run-in. Ah, we'll intro him in a second. We've got uh, oh, the former, is former the 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 original metal injection editor producer. I don't know what your title is there. Was the, I'm the co-founder. I'm still the co- I still co-founder. co-found co-founder. Yeah, host of Squirt Circle Pit. That's right. That's, uh... Some, some, some of, some of your, your former guests were a part of this uh, stupendous occasion you just witnessed. That's true. Uh, yeah. Triple H has been on the show. A few in the same match. Between yeah. Priest and Edge. That's right. If, if they had a... They uh, ran to the beat of their own drum. They might have been yes. in Squared Circle Pit. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we have the editor in chief. But you didn't you didn't say my name. <laughs> Shut up. Oh Brett, you're doing great here. Huh? Shut up. Wow, see? you. Wow. Is body is you with you us. Think it's so easy. Wait, I talked over I talked over the announcement of his name, Brett. Why don't we just we're not live, are we? We can just Yeah, we're live. Where? We're live, pal. We're live, pal. We're streaming oh, no. live. This is the idea of a WrestleMania. Brett, Brett this is supposed to be the global standard in live event post show <laughs> podcasting. Sorry, my cat is literally just shaking her bell right into the microphone. Apologies for that. Rap has Bonnie is here. The last time I saw her, she was angry. So there may be a feline run in on my end. It's not even my cat. It's not even my cat. And I got to deal with it anyway. We have the editor of Fan Fight, the double threat personality. Uh, a poet, uh, a writer, uh, the record store uh, <laughs> person. Uh, <laughs> oh my God. Uh, she's uh, also one of our most frequent guests. Colette Aaron, welcome back to Wrestling Club. Hi, hi, hi. 
And I'm Darren. That's Darren. And of, rest of WFMU's wrestling club. <laughs> That's right. Formerly. Formerly. Yeah. Now you're a guest. I lost my losers leaves town match, but I, uh, you know, we're working. That's right. That. Uh, thank you for the people that are watching live. Feel free to chime in on the chat with your thoughts about WrestleMania, Hall of Fame, NXT, Ring of Honor, Collective, WrestleCon. Dude, hold, hold on. That SmackDown, I, Rampage, I, Triple I have A. To have opinions about all of that. That's a lot. Yeah. Oh yeah. Right, hold I on. I thought every... we were. Wait, I thought we were doing Wrestlers Court this week. <laughs> Sorry, Darren. <laughs> Was I supposed to watch something? <laughs> Yeah, well, well, if you if you if you if you maybe miss something, we could catch you up too. Uh, Hold on, I thought we were doing my father the heel wrestler movie review. No, uh, well, that's why we're that? the new Panther. That's the Tanahashi movie. No? Oh, interesting. Now my cat's just coughing up a hairball again, right into the Brett, microphone. Cat is out. Eject the cat. I let you cough it up. Na 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 na. Anyway, WrestleMania. Did you watch? Did we oh. all watch it? Right. Yeah, we watched it. <laughs> Last night we talked about doing a post show after night one, but I have my radio show on Saturday night, so I wanted. I was in my mind. I was like, maybe we could just do like a spoiler-free recap. But <laughs> I was like, that doesn't work. I smoke weed sometimes, you know. It's not great for me. Yeah, I will. I will say there was a more newsworthy night, and that was Saturday night. Uh, I don't know about that. Yeah, can okay. I? Can I? I watched both shows back to back on Sunday, and it was great. I had yeah. such a great time. It was an eight hour, but I like you know I like uh, I like those like nine hour documentaries, you know, where they're just like kind of walking on a road for a while. So I enjoyed it. Yeah, uh, this is uh, so it was. So they- it was rest- it was only WrestleMania Sunday for me. I didn't enjoy WrestleMania Saturday. Hmm. Well, you were that just... might be the preferential experience. You were doing. So chores. I thought it was great over two nights. Um, the most newsworthy thing that happened all weekend was Vince McMahon taking the Stone Cold Stunner. <laughs> like, <that's>... Right. <laughs> um, it was over everything. Journey. There were so <laughs> many components to that spot. It was a, it was a high spot. It turned into a high spot. There was risk it of death involved. One for the yeah. record book. He might have pulled both quads again. That's oh, fine. Yeah. He can at this point. There's nothing left to tear. <laughs> He's like a Mr. Burns, where they say like all the diseases are fighting against each other. They're stuck oh, in the door. I I've been checked out of WWE for a little while. When did Vince turn into a turtle? Oh, literally, like within the last five years. This is just the first time he's had a shirt off. His shirt. She's like Sting. He's like Sting. He knows he that if he like, takes his shirt off, the mystique is gone. He is, yeah. He is like Sting. Austin was smart. Never took the shirt off. No, I, shirt off. no, no. I wanted Stone Cold Steve Austin to take the shirt off and the jorts. And the shorts. I yeah, take your shorts watched, off, Steve Austin. <laughs> I just watched that. You know that famous angle where he comes out in the suit and then he rips the suit off. He's got the trunks on. That's what yeah. I wanted. That's. I don't care what he looks like. He's Stone Cold. He can be fat. It's fine. I don't think he's fat. I think he's he's just maybe not not the specimen he's, he once was. I oh, understand. Drew, he probably. He's just you know what? We're not gonna body shame Stone Cold on this show. No, not at all. I think he looks but great. I, I he was not secure enough in his 
physical appearance to want to display it. May or you know what? Maybe his thighs weren't up to standard. That's why he was like, you know what, pants and shorts. I can't just do the shorts. You know what? Just take the shirt off. Give me some. You know what I mean? Pop that. I, I, like, like, I mean, if we're doing a match, I would have liked to see the vest. I would have, you know. Yeah, I wanted the vest. Yeah, exactly. We've exactly. seen Austin come was, out in an Austin 316 his, shirt and throw punches for decades just, now. He was just wearing his John Cena costume. <laughs> Before there was a John Cena costume, it was a Stone Cold Steve Austin costume. The shorts maybe were a little lighter, a little shorter. They were. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> So this is Sid checking in. Sid, uh, <laughs> enduring a weekend <laughs> where I just stayed inside. I went out on Friday and then I settled in for a long, long ride and still didn't catch all the things that people were talking about. But let's talk about night two because that's what just happened. I guess, yeah. Collect what night. just happened? The, the, the big news of the show is that fun... Unbelievably fun. Pat McAfee, Austin Theory, <laughs> leading into Raw 98. <laughs> Vince is the best over 75 worker there's been, ex- except May Young. Yeah, since May Young. He he took the clothesline form directly from May Young, just like throwing <laughs> out that like arm at mid-level oh, and hoping that yeah, something hits. His strut around the ring. <laughs> How old was Luthez when he was wrestling like Chono? Like seven. <laughs> seven like, okay. He's in that. He's in that conversation. But like, I don't know. Wow. Imagine if we could see Vince McMahon and Luthez. There's a time machine match for you. You, mm-hmm. you know that gif <laughs> where like Vince McMahon is his head like rises up above the ring apron and he's just dripping blood and he looks like a super pervert. <laughs> the WrestleMania 19 scene. Yes. Yeah, he, yeah. He's he, looking at his daughter. <laughs> he did like the bloodless version of that today, and it was so good. Like while he was taking his clothes off, like he just looked like a like a freak. Um, yeah, I know, loved the, it. There was that Spider-Man movie, and everybody was like, "Oh, Willem Dafoe didn't need a helmet to look like a goblin." <laughs> and I think Vince McMahon has the same thing. The older he gets, the more his face melts. When he smiles, it's even creepier. It's like the Grinch. Yeah, his head is receding into his body, his torso, which is still massive. Yeah, yeah. I he's mean, he, I don't he's all traps. Being old. He is all traps. Yeah. yeah. I, just, I, I, last night we had the KO show with Stone Cold and Kevin Owens turning it into a match. Tonight we had the Austin McMahon segment. What do you think was better? I'll go around. Rob, how about you? Um, well, I thought the match yesterday, I thought everyone did a great job, but like, I wasn't, I wasn't that impressed. Like I was impressed, but not like entertained, I guess, but this was entertaining. Like I was pissing myself. (laughs) I was loving it. So I would go, I thought this was much better than last night. Not the last night was bad. It just wasn't that great i don't know so i i go tonight yeah uh adam susan in the chat clarifying thez was 72 vince is 76 uh mm-hmm. and erica saying that vince took the crown of worst stutter from linda yeah but <laughs> i still oh wow yeah it's in the mcmahon in family stupendous fashion mm-hmm. <laughs> wow. like Colette... you took it bad twice that was yeah. impressive yeah colette how about you 
Uh, I'm going to say the KO show uh, because it didn't have uh, Pat McAfee or Austin Theory anywhere near it. Uh, Steve Austin took a suplex on concrete and he is made up of rubber bands and paper clips. Yeah. Um, his punch is still a dream. Uh, I, I loved it. Um, and, you know, I just had to like keep thinking like of how surreal it is for somebody who like, you know, used to wrestle for the same like indie promotion that I was a color commentator for like wrestling Steve Austin in his first match in 19 years. I was pretty cool. Um, and, you know, I, I wish the build had been a little bit better, but I think that they were unsure of what Austin would be able to do. And what he was able to do was was good enough. Like that dude was bumping on ramps. He was bumping on concrete. Like he was having a good time. Yeah, was- and it was it was cool to see him get back into it over the course of the match. That was really impressive to see those. But like I was blown away that he took that suplex uh just on the concrete and then did yeah. two more suplexes on the ramps so yep. kevin Owens, like i feel both people take the suplex bump so there's yeah. no you know you're 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 fucking the right uh that was definitely pre- i think also you were saying you know they were in it. i feel like it felt like at the first five minutes even steve austin wasn't sure of oh, how i think that he, he was, was the one who wasn't sure like period yeah because that was the whole reason why he never came back to wrestle it was just he wasn't sure if he could deliver to his ridiculously high standards. Mm-hmm. And, and I feel it took a few beers for him to be like, no, I got this. I'm Steve Austin. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Get, and and, and, and then like, like it was like Popeye spinach. He's like, I got, 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 all right, let's do it. <laughs> I was, and then it was like, all right, let's, let's get into it. I was kind of doing the Steve Austin show, Austin commentary, like, wham, hit him with the punch. Grab a cold one, <laughs> break it down, get a little bit of that liquid courage. Wham! Hit him again. <laughs> I do wish Pat McAfee was on commentary for that one because I feel like he would have done that. <laughs> oh, no, he'd been on the table. Yeah. Darren, yeah. uh, how about say, you? Well, you know, I'm basing it solely on the criteria of who took the most clothes off. Uh, <laughs> with that said, KO was a total, <laughs> KO was a total pro. Total pro. You know, he guided Austin through that. Austin, you could, I thought he was nervous at the beginning. You're totally right. I thought his punches got better over the course of the match, but uh, it's stone cold and he was having fun. And I thought the promo was great for literally giving them nothing of a storyline. Like hats off to Kevin Owens and, you know, Sami Zayn tonight, you know, also, I'm sure we'll talk about that. That's probably next. Yeah. That was my match of the night. Yeah, match of the year for sure. But those two guys are the best performers in WWE, hands down, on the weekend. Uh, But (laughs) except for Vince McMahon and (laughs) everything he does. And uh, the only only negative on that match, where's the egg? (sighs) Where's my egg? God damn it. Where's my egg? Find my egg. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, the egg could have had a oh man, imagine if Austin cracked the egg. Uh if he hit him with the football and he opens the football and there's the egg. You know that I mean? would have been the yeah, that would have been amazing. <laughs> I smoked so much weed during WrestleMania. I had great ideas. We have two more people doing a run in. We got Scotland Green joining what? us. Hello, hello. Can you hear Potluck. me? Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Hello, hello. Can you hear me? Yes, we we can okay. hear you just fine. Okay, I'm sorry. Uh, big big weekend for you. Big weekend for Mr. Iguana. 
Oh, yeah. I kind of thought Mr. Iguana was going to come in tonight. Thought he was or last night. I thought he was going to be against Seth Rollins, but I was wrong. Yeah. Mm. And then we got the host of Oddball. You know him from Wrestle Rap. uh, Vin Forte. Welcome back to the show. Hey, what's going on? I hope you can hear me okay. I don't have my normal setup. I don't have any fancy mic going on today. I'm kind of just bouncing around doing different run-ins, coming back from a from a whole watch party thing. Um, yeah. No. Uh, what's what's going on? What's yeah. the room been talking about for the past 10 minutes? Well, real quick, could I just get both your takes on uh, Two Nights of Stone Cold Steve Austin? I'll, I'll I'll say that I missed his first night. I still haven't seen it. I uh, I stopped watching after Cody Rhodes. So I need to I need to finish night one. But uh, night two, I, I liked I liked uh, I liked the Austin appearance. And how about that stunner? I know you've already touched upon it. Yeah. But wowie, <laughs> it will live forever. <laughs> I, I i popped i was clapping mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like yeah, he we all we, lo- we lost our minds <laughs> yeah <laughs> and i will say you know uh, i don't love especially this year felt like there is a there's like football players all over the place there's like a heavy barstool sports influence we got the bump guys popping up it's like i i don't care about pat mcafee he seems like he's having fun good for him but like yeah when Austin brought him in, it's like, see, this is the fun stone cold where it's like, <laughs> oh, you know, he's getting the stutter. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, that's the magic of stone cold. He's indiscriminatory. Nobody, we, Darren, you said you thought his brother was going to get the stunner. Should have. Mm-hmm. He yeah. should have. Yeah, he, he should have. Very disappointing. Like, stone cold on night two was the happiest stone cold anyone has ever seen. Mm-hmm. He was laughing, smiling, drinking. He got, he's drinking. And he drinks them so fast. And does he doesn't drink as much anymore, right? Isn't that the he whole, doesn't drink like, them like hardly at all? Mostly just dribbles down his shirt. Yeah, but he gets enough. I didn't know they put out a lager. I thought these were IPAs. Yeah, me too. <laughs> me too. I was like, geez, Austin. <laughs> He's like vomit. He's sick. <laughs> Did anyone else not know that because Brett, you just sort of passed by something really interesting. So that was his brother on night one that ran into the ring. Yeah. To like, because I thought that was just like a fan, and he was just like rolling with it. I thought that was the guy who used to throw him ears. One of the announcers uh, uh, referenced it, and uh, th- that's how. Yeah, oh, I, had, okay. I had seen some something with him, and he was oh, in the it documentary. Was Austin's brother. Yeah, uh, I thought it was just uh, like was some freak that looked like Austin. It was like I'm, I look just <laughs> like you. Like you <laughs> drink beer. Oh. It's I so thought... he was in the biography. I don't know yeah. if you guys saw the 80 biography, and it's wild because it's like if Steve Austin never worked out, like that's what his brother looks like. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Any thoughts on the biggest WrestleMania match, the biggest WWE match ever? Yeah. We just saw. We yeah. Sami Zayn versus Johnny Knoxville. Yeah. Incredible. Yeah. The Did you see the size of that were... mousetrap? Yeah, Johnny Knoxville. I like. I appreciate that he was dressed like that. Who's that Spanish guy? The guy who like the the guy who Bumblebee Man was based off of. You know, I'm talking about the the Spanish comedian that. um, Wow, he's like the cockroach. He dresses in red and he's got the little antennas. Oh, I thought he was dressed like Andy Kaufman. Yeah, he he kind of had a Jimmy Hart thing going on. Jimmy Hart. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
Okay. I don't know what was going on with that outfit. Because the room I was in was, like, very confused by it. It was no. like, what is that? What is that an homage to? I'm like, I don't know if it's an homage to anything. Yeah. And then it's just he had, like, a, a silly outfit on. Yeah, Johnny yeah. Knoxville I, should have come in with his shirt off, too. Lots of, lots of love <laughs> for this match. Adam Susan saying, we mania. Oh, uh, my God. Oh, yeah. That was, wow. That was the outfit of the night for the Jackass crew was Wee Man's uh, Wee Man mania shirt. So good. Yeah. So Wee Man Father got Kenneth a Yell saying pop. This was the first WrestleMania yeah, I watched up. in 30 years. It wasn't horrible. <laughs> and yeah, I feel Wee like this is the kind of match. Raw general manager and just, you know, come yeah. out from under the ring. Yeah. Uh, Hornswoggle somewhere very upset that a spot was taken, but I feel like <laughs> yeah. this is the type of oh, match yeah. that you could like show a casual fan or like someone who doesn't really watch wrestling, and it's so fun that like I feel like they they would get caught up in it. It was like an it was I like was loving it. Alone. It was like Home Alone, like Johnny it was WWE's first death match. well well, that's that's an interesting point that i think a lot of people forget about wrestlemania and i say this every year to people who go oh well it was a little underwhelming or it wasn't to my taste it's like wrestlemania is not wrestle kingdom it's not there to be this workhorse 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 show it's there to be wwe's one big play a year where they reach out to the mainstream they get as many stars as they can Brett, I was listening to the episode I was telling you the other day where you mentioned WrestleMania 2 with the laundry list of guest stars, including (laughs) but not limited to Herb from Burger King. (laughs) Yeah. And it's like Ray Charles. Yeah, Herb from Burger King, Ray Charles. Cam Calloway. The Where's the Beef Lady. Cam Calloway. Cam Calloway. Cam Calloway. I'm coming to WrestleMania. <laughs> Man, what the world coming to? Yeah, it was a real fun match. Uh, I, I just pray we're so not going to see some imitators, see giant mousetraps all over the indie scene. Mm-hmm. We don't have the medical staff uh, there. <laughs> There's going to be indie shows that are just straight up called like Sean Ross Sapp and a giant mousetrap. Like, oh, God. <laughs> Big big weekend uh, for Darren's favorite. He's still saying no. This was this is absolutely this is my favorite match on either night of WrestleMania and probably my favorite match of the year. Like in all honesty, like just sincerely. Uh it was fun. Like it was really fun. Uh I was expecting the worst. Um, even though I had really high expectations of it. It's really weird going into a match with both uh things. But um yeah, right. Like I was surprised at how well they were able to kind of integrate like the jackass stuff into like the realm of a regular wrestling match because nine times out of ten, if they were to try that, it would blow up in their face. It did once, like the ring post spot wasn't good because it didn't use like Kane's pyro. Um, but I thought it was a really feel good story. I like seeing Dark Shark. That dude rules. Um, it was great. It's a nice coda on a, on a good year for the jackass crew. Yeah. Uh, Eric in the chat saying, "We'll never forget the Wee Man Slam." No, amazing. Yeah, add that to the opening of of every WWE show. <laughs> yeah, put it in yeah. that now forever real. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like sixty year old Wee Man's gonna be like, "I'll never forget uh, ATC Stadium, brother." 
I slammed Sami Zayn. <laughs> They're hanging from the rafters. The earth like, I don't think brother. I've ever heard Michael Cole laugh legitimately. Like it was really. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Cole has had like this weird renaissance recently, and it's this. Uh, and I agree with the majority of people who believe that it's because of Pat McAfee, kind of like when you put a new dog next to an old dog and it kind of revitalizes the old dog. Like, regardless of what you think about Pat McAfee, he's made Michael Cole, like, love his job again. I think Michael Cole don't give a shit anymore. I think he knows his time is running out, and he's just like, I don't know, maybe he's drinking more Pat McAfee. Sure, that makes sense, though, Vin. I I agree. This big man runs out of breath when he's yelling into the headset these days, so Michael Cole gets to do what he wants. (laughs) Uh, What do we think of this main event match? Brock Lesnar, Roman Reigns, Colette, I'll start with you. Um, I think I've seen like people say that Brock Lesnar got injured, uh, and that's the only way that that finish makes any sense, uh, is if someone was legitimately hurt because like Roman was just starting to go into like you know Roman Reigns Paul Heyman dinner theater about his shoulder being popped out. Mm-hmm. Um, up until that point, I thought it was great. Like Brock Lesnar was changing colors, so I thought that it was about to enter like you know phase two. <laughs> um, but it never did, which is unfortunate because like I think that those two have a lot of. I don't know. I think chemistry is the wrong word for anybody who wrestles Brock Lesnar, but like they have like kind of a magnetism about them where they like collide in an interesting way. Um, But they've only had like one good match out of like four, uh, which, you know, four major main events makes you like a generational rivalry at this point in WWE. Um, So, yeah, I was I was hoping for more. But um, up until the point where it kind of had to end, I thought it was great. I agree. I feel like it ended a little abruptly, like it was building, building, building. And then it was like, oh, that's it. Like it was just, I feel like it was just getting into that great final gear where you wanted a little more of an exchange. I don't want to say false finishes so much, but just like a, a little back and forth, like you would have in, in perhaps those strong style uh, New Japan matches. Uh, like towards the end, like, you know, like when Okada's doing his big comeback and trying to hit his rainmaker and they duck and they go back and forth. And then finally someone hits their finisher and then it, it ends, but as opposed to just one finisher, but I feel like that's very much a WWE formula. Like you you feel like, Oh, Oh, we're in this final act. And then it just, boom, it ends right away. I feel that happened a few times over the weekend as well. So I don't think, I think this was the plan finish. I don't think this was, something that they like this wasn't like the raw tag title ma- or the smackdown tag title match where like rick boogs was injured and they had to improvise i think they just wow. this was just how it was mapped out just based on timing too i feel like vince definitely went long in his segment so yeah maybe it was a time thing <laughs> you know because they are on pay-per-view in other places i don't know if that matters but it definitely felt i was it was i wasn't excited for the match at all yeah, I I, I kind of welcomed the abrupt ending. Uh, I liked it fine. I'm just just tired of them. I'm just tired of both of them. I respect them a lot. I like them both, but it just it doesn't do that much see, for me. I want to see them wrestle other people. Yeah, it's Yo. been like it, this has been a, a rivalry that's been going on for like seven years. You know. Yeah. Yeah. And what's funny is I think the actual build up to this match was really good. I think we've seen a side mm-hmm. of Brock Lesnar that was really fun and you don't see a whole lot. Yeah. And, you know, I think Roman Reigns being at his best right now with that swagger that he has coming out and, you know, going to the crowd, like, 
you know, this is my crowd. These announcers, they announced for me and like doing his whole shtick. Like it just all really clicked. And then the match was just, it was fine. It was their typical, but it's hampered by, and I hate to say it because I do like the fact that WrestleMania is two nights now. I like that it's a whole weekend of events and you can pace things out a little better. But it was, night two in general was hampered a little bit by the fact that night one was so eventful. You had yeah. both women's matches, even though I don't give a fuck about Ronda. The Bianca Belair match was great. Yeah. Um, you had the big reveal of Cody, which everyone saw coming, but was very was as well executed as you could possibly have it. And then you had Stone Cold coming. You, you, you weren't going to beat that. There was just so much going on in that first night that it kind of felt, and this has been the case, I guess, for the past couple of years, even though I guess, you know, COVID kind of mess with those plans to a large degree but it feels like this may be a recurring thing where they kind of front load the first night to get you in the door and then it's like okay well we have to have one or two big surprises left for night two and if the big thing you have for night two is just hey we have the big championship match it better be something special and out of the ordinary and this was just fine Mm mm-hmm yeah, I've talked about the two night thing. You know, maybe we don't need Undertaker to make two five minute entrances. Yeah, we don't need no, a ten minute yeah. Triple H entrance as nice as it is as it is. That for Triple him. H entrance. I swear, I thought that the tag team match that got cut from night one was going to get cut from night two because Triple H was sipping a lot of water out there. Yeah, <laughs> it basically was. It was like two minutes. Yeah. We, you know, you take out all the matches that would have been fine on Raw or SmackDown because we're throwing the Andre the Giant Battle Royal up there anyway. It's like, why not keep that Battle Royal on the show? Do one night because it's have all the grades. Whatever. (laughs) If the argument is like, people have to get one night again. Yeah, that's ever going to be a thing. I, I think that we're at two nights forever now. And honestly, like, I don't mind it. My problem with it is, is that WWE doesn't know how to pace a two-hour television show on Friday nights, let alone yeah. eight hours of programming over Saturday and Sunday. Yeah. Like, if they knew how to do it so that both felt like, you know, separate shows that were somehow connected to each other, fine. Perfectly fine. One of those women's matches should have been on Sunday, um, you know, and everything should have been spaced out a little bit better. Like, Triple H... I understand why they had him do that. Like, I thought it was cool. Like, I was like, fuck yeah, Triple H. And I haven't thought, fuck yeah, Triple H since like 2002. Um, <laughs> but like, he took forever, like just forever. And like leaving the boots in the ring, blah, blah. I get it. But, you know, that and Mr. McMahon coming out of the ring, like <laughs> in a 72-year-old strut. Uh, <laughs> like, there was just a lot of dead space. Uh, a lot of like promo videos about tomorrow or yesterday yesterday's promo yeah. videos were very confusing or just to me. sasha banks sasha banks yeah <laughs> like Charlotte now Blair, appearing like... in this tag team match yeah um so like there's there's things that they could do better that would make the two night thing not feel like such a chore but for whatever reason this company that's been on television for longer than any of us have been alive hasn't figured out how to do television I, I, I feel I, like it could have been night... it could have been two three hour shows even I why yeah. not one show? <laughs> it's like uh, yeah. sorry, I feel like I'm banging yeah. a drum, but like I had friends. <laughs> that's very that, traditional. You know, that's very traditional. Casual friends who know I like wrestling, being like, "Wait, what night is WrestleMania?" Like, I want to see this one thing. Mm-hmm. My, you know, the big yeah. Logan Paul fans. And I'll say, <laughs> I watched all eight. I watched all eight hours of WrestleMania today, 
and I enjoyed the shit out of it. And I think if I watched night one and, and then night two, I think night two, I would, I don't know. I like doing it all at once. I mean, the reason why they're doing it is pretty simple. Like, do you want 74,000 attendees or, you know, 140,000 oh, attendees? Absolutely. I mean, I know yeah. what it's about. I know it's not about two world champions. It's like 30 years. Y'all are making like... me defend this company and I don't like it. <laughs> yeah. WWE is really good at watering down things uh, for profit. So, yeah. Uh, speaking of watered down, Cody Rhodes. Uh, I loved it. I loved it so much. Oh, I love it. I, it was just. It, it made it made sense. He's home. Yeah, yeah. I He's fucking home. flipped out when his music hit. Yeah, so happy. It, it was, was Cody Vader when he rised out of the Cody Vader. <laughs> Good. He probably just took it from AEW. Like on did, a anyone else, did anyone else notice he that QT steal it for him? Did anyone yeah. else notice that he? He's like doubling down on that neck tattoo. Like it's definitely, it's been filled in <laughs> since the last time. Well, it's my biggest pop it's... was like the 3D neck tattoo. The 3D, pop. yeah. And, and how they really, they, yeah. Ah. Complete sidebar here. We gotta, they gotta tone it down on these 3D graphics. Like oh. that, oh, the I Bianca Belair with the hair whip frightened me. The <laughs> they're so Rand. bad that they're good. The I like the RKO, the RK Bro one. <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> I don't watch Raw. Ro- so. Yeah, Roman outside was hilarious to me. Like towering over AT and T Stadium. That was that's yeah. Three. I said this yeah. earlier, Attack but the Titan Undertaker's looks like a novelty dildo. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> Do they sell that yes. yet? <laughs> that's the only <laughs> Undertaker product that doesn't exist yet. <laughs> It's one of those special <laughs> NFTs, the dildo edition. <laughs> We're jumping around. Uh, I have thoughts about the Undertaker TED Talk, but let's go back to Cody. I feel like it's maybe the biggest story of you know the year. Uh, well, Cody's whole thing, going back to Vin's point, is his whole thing is doubling down on all his shit. So, of mm-hmm. course, yep. neck tattoo is front and center. Of course, he's using his music. He's going to be weird and it's great and it's so his dog on a shirt it's so funny how out of place cody was in aew at the end it's just this like baby face that everybody hated and he goes to wwe and he's just like so authentically a baby face it's like this yeah. is perfect. this is where he should be he did I, the aew thing it gave him credit made him a main eventer now he can go in and job to roman reigns on on uh, the waiter Roman's uh, match, <laughs> and, and it's <laughs> and it's funny if you've listened to in the past twenty four hours, he's done one or two interviews. I know it's a Variety article that came out like right after WrestleMania Night One with him in it, mm-hmm. and he talks about like, oh, this is where I belong. Like I've wanted to come back here and you know do what my dad couldn't do and win the big one. And it's just so funny because it reminds <laughs> me of that Daniel Bryan quote. About like yeah, Cody's the best liar in the world. Yeah, like he'll <laughs> lie right to your face, like it's just like it's a game, like it's fun. And then like knowing that, you think back to all the times in AEW where he's like, oh yeah, this is my job for life. Like this is just this is where I want to be. I want to you know bring this company to the moon. And it's like wrestling's just it. it it's all a work. Every like yeah, everyone he's... has to remember. Cody saying he didn't want to be a manager, dude. It's like. Dude, no one's gives more like corporate management vibes than 
Cody and you. Tattoo yeah. Cody. Right, exactly. Yeah. Like, yeah. Come on, yeah. You don't, you weren't mature enough for it. Like, all right. Well, maybe. I don't know. But it's, it's like, well, I couldn't win a guy. I like the line where he was like, oh, right. I couldn't win a, a world <laughs> title over there. It's like, well, who put him in that? that you yeah. Yeah. Win the world Bob, title. That's your, your fault, Doug. <laughs> like, if Dusty Rhodes told you a story, are you, do you believe it? I mean, come on. From an audience perspective, everybody loves Dusty Rhodes, but you ask, you know, wrestlers of the era, you're going to get a 50 50 split. Yeah. (laughs) People hated Dusty Rhodes with a. Yeah. People fucking hated that dude's guts. Yeah. Uh, For me, like, I've written a lot of negative shit about Cody Rhodes, uh, like a ton. Um, (laughs) You were the sole boo. That was the sole boo during Cody Rhodes, like, my black baby promo. (laughs) My wife. (laughs) Oh my god! <laughs> I'm in person. But the the thing well, no, like, I've, I've always really liked Cody Rhodes as a wrestler. Though. <laughs> like it's really weird. Like I hate him as a character, and I I love him as a wrestler, and that's been true since like his WWE days. Like, um, I thought this match was fascinating because it was his first opportunity to wrestle a WWE style main event, uh, and he he did it he did it really well like i thought that there was a couple of moments where he had to adjust like early on um and i didn't think that he had as much chemistry with seth as i thought he would given the shield and Rhodes brothers feud back in 2013 oh, yeah. which is which is oh, amazing goal. so, so good go back and watch that um Carried but, uh, yeah it's just super good um but he figured it out like he figured it out because he's a smart wrestler um and you know it's just like one more weird like check mark on like the Cody Rhodes tour of kinds of matches he can wrestle despite yep. having never done them before um so yeah i mean i i'm not into the point where i'm going to you know sacrifice 3 hours of my week to monday night raw to see him uh pander to people uh with his quasi fascist neck tattoo and all that but um <laughs> you know like when i go to SummerSlam and he beats roman reigns uh i'll i'll be i'll be cool with it like it'll be totally fine will you cheer What's that? Will you cheer? Oh no, I'm stone faced. WWE events. Just, just imagine when Cody Rhodes gets to Saudi Arabia. I think that's oh gonna God. be. Oh, they're gonna <laughs> love that necktie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Cody Rhodes is gonna bust out the the foundation that he was using when he was teaming with Fuego Del Sol. <laughs> <laughs> or he's gonna be wearing a full body suit. <laughs> like he cover he has some. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what do we think of Edge and AJ Styles? I, I made a pizza. I did something it. else. Yeah, I, <laughs> yeah, I, I literally I was to order was food. Pizza the whole time. I, I liked. Bathroom, I had a bathroom break. I, I liked that Edge inherited the uh, goofy entrance from Triple H, and he also inherited <laughs> the have the longest match that people aren't really that into. This Edge whole like Edge has been back for what like seven Two years, years now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm totally done with it. Like, and I love old Edge, you know. But I was like hanging out with like I watched with my roommates, and they were just like, "Who cares about Edge? Like, this isn't." <laughs> I was like, "Oh, well, he was like a really big, really important, like 2008." He's like, "No one watched them," and I so think sad. Like, it's like Edge was a good performer, but. I just don't like these dream matches he keeps having. I mean, yeah, who was like dreaming of AJ Styles and Edge? It doesn't matter. (laughs) I think it would have been different. Dead. I thought the crowd was dead. When he returned at the Royal Rumble, like three days before the coronavirus entered America, (laughs) um, 
you know, like there was a huge pop and it felt like there was going to be something like that was really there for Edge. And the same thing kind of happened to his return as what happened to like Drew McIntyre's WWE title run, which is in a bubble. No one gives a shit like no one cared. No one cared about WWE product at all. Um, and when they came back, they were like, all right, we're going to have you feud with Miz and uh, Maurice <laughs> and there'll be a pay-per-view <laughs> like match. That was more that. fun. That was more yeah. fun than this match was. All I, I saw, all I saw was the spear at the end, which was his coolest spear since WrestleMania 17. Um, like that shit ruled. Uh, if the rest of the match was that good, then I regret making a pizza, but I haven't heard anything good. So um, no, the pizza I, I, was delicious. AJ was bleeding right. from the entrance. Yeah. Yeah. That was very he was weird. Bleeding yeah, from the entrance. Yeah. Yeah. He had like some kind of pyro. He did the he Sandman pyro. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he had like a think, burn or a cut. Well, on he did it on the from... side of his head. He's like a Georgia thing. I don't know. <laughs> oh, no, I think you're right. When... Was a thick bird. I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> but I think you're right. Like when, like back when Edge delivered COVID to the Royal Rumble, like we were all excited because <laughs> it was a big moment. <laughs> but like what that moment happens in a bubble. And then once right. you take that out of the bubble, I don't think the mainstream audience was as excited about edge. Cause like real WWE fans like that I talk to are, are like full, fully in on the edge train. They're like, Oh, this is great. He's better than ever. And it's like, I don't know if that resonates with a mainstream crowd. And I think you saw it tonight with WrestleMania. I, I yeah. And, and like, you know, he he came back and like the last time I saw him in a major singles match was that stupid match he had with Randy Orton. Oh, the that greatest was, match. The of all one time. in the PC. Uh, right. Yeah, so they, yeah. that was like and then he got hurt and then he's back and now he's like, I'm having a dream match with Edge. It's like this whole Edge dream match tour doesn't work. Cut your hair, do something, change it something up. different. Yeah, he looks homeless. Like he looks, he looks haggard every time I see That's him. That's fine. I like homeless wrestler looking. Wrestling. He should have changed his theme song mm-hmm. to Rob Zombie again. Oh yeah. Well, well maybe that that would have fixed he played a lot of uh, '90s music. Bawa da ba and all right, Bawa da ba. That song Wait, rules. Where did Calica. we get so into that? Hold on. Hold on, we got Bawa da ba. Where was it? what went? It was in one of the video packages. It was during the video package. It was in the Steve Austin video package. Austin KO. I skipped it. I skipped it. you all oh, you missed out yeah just because all that video was with steve austin doing a four-wheeler across his barren desert ranch doesn't mean I that there wasn't something good in it you're right. you're right uh logan paul and the miz against the what? mysterios all right let's make this one quick i will Pikachu say made his debut that oh, was dope. L- logan paul uh maybe the second best celebrity wrestler he had the heel he that he looked good he had a better frog splash than dominic i'll 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 say that And i want to give a big shout out to dominic for his eddie guerrero war of the worlds tribute yeah yeah i was losing my tribute to your dad the gringos locos yes that was very (laughs) very cool agreed i thought that was really nice that was a very nice touch yeah uh logan paul a person i just don't care enough to like even want right, to you form don't an care about Lo- you don't care about logan Paul, yeah. but he was good he was better than the Miz. <laughs> in all serious i think he'd make a good wrestler he looked great I mean, you're gonna be seeing him you're gonna be seeing him a lot more you mean sticking around when sure. when the ring announcer was like 
and coming to the ring with this CSA certified 10 out of 10 <laughs> rare Pikachu card. <laughs> like my mind went to outer fucking space. <laughs> that, I mean, I, I do like that touch. I mean, I don't care who it is, Logan Paul or you know, whoever. You come to the ring with a DSI graded Pokemon card around your neck. You, well, you've won it's a me great over. Who do you think was the one that explained that to Vince McMahon? And how do you think he reacted? <laughs> like when they were like, oh, yeah, this is the most expensive, rarest Pokemon card. I'm sure he's heard baseball of card, Vince. Yeah, it's like a baseball I'm sure card for Pokemon nerds. Before in, in the past 20 years. So I'm sure he, oh, was he like, played Pokemon. Pokemon Go. Vince played Pokemon Go. He probably Pokemon said that it wasn't as valuable as the egg. What? Yeah. <laughs> I I played Pokemon Go. Why? I did. Vince, there's there's like a, a tweet you can look it up of Vince in the gym with playing Pokemon Go, and he's he's like, uh, there's some. It's just like his screen, and there's some little Pokemon. I don't it's know. Snorlax. I don't know. My gym. Picture him getting annoyed. Like, who's in my gym? It's <laughs> supposed to be me. Who's in my gym? <laughs> uh, I was wondering if this is the first time he's ever heard Seven Nation Army. And if he liked, I was wondering if he liked it. What is this? I think it's it definitely the, the first time he's heard it. I don't know if he likes music. Yeah, unless, he's, like he's, unless he goes to song. a lot of soccer games. I don't know if he's heard Seven Nation Army. I mean, he goes to every ACDC concert. <laughs> they the white are very ACDC. Front row. Uh, heavily have, loved uh, Dallas Cowboys with Thunderstruck. That was definitely his. Yes, part. that was his yeah. call. Yeah. I'd say oh, so. Vince is yelling at a ghastly. <laughs> Ridiculous. <laughs> Bianca and Becky Lynch. Great. Great. I that love was, Bianca Lynch in night one. Yeah, for that sure. Was, that was like the main to me. That was like the main event. Mm-hmm. That was Becky Bianca, great. Bianca, Becky looked great. Perfect Bianca baby face entrance. Amazing entrance. Feel great too. Great match. Great match. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. It's just like the, the main event the most... presentation, the, the big entrances, the, like new new looks and gear and stuff. It's it like, mattered. It's everything you want in a WrestleMania match. It ends a feud. Mm-hmm. It gives you something new that you haven't seen before. Like look wise, like you were saying, like everyone had their A game on and it was just a really good story. Well told. They didn't overdo it with high spots. They didn't you know, slow things down too much. It was the, it really was like, this is the kind of match I talk about when I tell people that you can hate on the WWE and we all do. They Mm -hmm. mess up a lot, but when they get something right, (laughs) they hit it out of the park. And this is a great example of that. It Bianca radiates when she's coming down the aisle and Mm -hmm. the, the band is playing and she's just that red. She just, leaps off the screen she's Mm -hmm. so valuable and like underutilized in a way like you know ronda and charlotte i get it that's a match that they've wanted to do for a couple years but now now let's yeah yeah i hate ronda get her off my tv i had no desire to watch that one sorry that's fine charlotte looked great now now like okay your top wrestler is bianca belair now that mm-hmm. is your top one everything leads to her in my opinion she's the one bianca, great. yeah she has like the potential like she's not quite there yet but she definitely has the potential to be bigger than than becky or sasha who are like the two biggest stars they have and, um and becky and sasha should make her this year like that should be the i agree well sasha did 
both of them did within a year oh, yeah um true, like true. i uh, and and it worked both times like they just honestly, have to stick with it with the rest of the booking yeah i mean you remember last year how everyone hated the whole eight seconds thing like where she like lost to becky in eight seconds right, at SummerSlam, right, and it right. was like sure. you know, this horrible thing that happened i thought that but you know this kind of redeemed that like it gave bianca something to fight through and get back and she's fantastic on the chase like she is unquestionably the best baby face they have uh cody rhodes oh, yeah. may disagree um, but there's nobody passionately. <laughs> He's the best wrestler in the world. He's the greatest. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> imagine he is the only wrestler who, like, within the span of like three months, has gone through a flaming table and wrestled at WrestleMania. Um, yeah. Well, Mick Foley did it in one night. He's he's better. Um, <laughs> he went through uh, a flaming table at WrestleMania. Yeah, at WrestleMania. <laughs> so uh, yeah, like I I thought that that match was great. Um, something that I was kind of like tweeting about during it was um, you could tell how good they were together because there were moments where like Bianca wasn't transitioning to like big power moves like well like picking Becky off the mat with like one arm. But they were able to like transition it to like going over the top rope or, you know, moving into a submission or something like that to the point where like unless you were like an obsessive, like you wouldn't notice it. Like it just looked like two people fighting. Um, and that's like it's really small detail stuff, but it's it's great. I thought that that match, um, you know, if it wasn't for Vince McMahon versus Pat McAfee, it was probably the best <laughs> match. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we kind of covered Charlotte and Rhonda. Any other thoughts? This is kind of trouble. I was stoked. Rhonda lost. Rhonda I was, was so fucking so, happy. Rhonda was so tired. Like she was not in good shape. She looked bad. Like everything she, she did looked like it hurt her. Like she just kept hurting herself. Yeah, I don't think she I'm, wants to be there. No, of course not. She wants money. I don't know. Yeah, sure. It, it's not gonna work. It was it was a novelty a year you know four years ago and now it's four years later times moved yeah. on yeah yeah she makes everybody was... who wears makeup and wrestling look better <laughs> yeah. I thought it was a rare case of like the WWE dumb ending actually working for the story I like uh-huh. the story of like Charlotte knowing that the ref was down so she tapped so that Ronda would let go of the move because she's an idiot. And go grab the ref. And while she did that, it would give Charlotte the opportunity to do one more move to her and show her who the true queen is. I was popping. I was so happy that Charlotte won. I Mm -hmm. love Charlotte. I feel like Charlotte has really reached this new level of confidence in her character where I'm rooting for her as a heel. Like, I'm not like she's not a cool heel. She is a heel. But I like I love watching her be a heel, so I, I'm glad that they're giving her because I don't want to see Ronda's champion like because Ronda no. can't carry her end of like doing promos and all that. She should just be like a, a featured attraction. Like she'll come, she'll say her dough, she'll make her pouty face, and and like whatever they'll get their cash in. But she's she not should Brock, not be. Though. She's not Brock. She, you know, not at all. Brock, no. and that's the problem. Like, if she was the level of Brock as a as a wrestler, great to come in as a, as a um as an attraction once in a while, mm-hmm. but diminishing returns. Yeah, that's um that's what I'm thinking. I'm like, is she even a draw at this point? No, I don't know. 
No, I think, no we one, were, no I think a cares. lot of people were just wowed four years ago by that first match with her and Kurt Angle. Yeah, but what people have to too. remember is that that was a long buildup where they practiced and practiced and had it down to a T what they were going to do. And then everything else after that was not that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, we had a bunch continue. continue. Yeah, we had a bunch of raw matches on the show too. Um, <laughs> oh, Eric yeah, in the I, chat I, saying that uh, uh Omos almost killed Bobby Lashley. Oh man. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, any I, highlights of these matches? Uh Omos no, okay. selling one? is so bad. Omos's selling is like he he should never sell first of all, but he all of his faces are like these little rascals faces that he makes when he has to sell. <laughs> So I got some laughs out of the match, but I didn't. It was complete garbage. I felt bad for Bobby Lashley. He should have had something better, but I did see him uh, on stage with uh, Vince Palamelio at uh, Wally Mania. He was rapping Jay Z. I yeah. did. See, I saw that on Twitter. Yeah, with that monster voice of his. I like his voice. Yeah, I was talking to Emilio yesterday about Wally Mania, and he was like. Omos just like you could see him coming a mile away. Like everyone, when Omos entered the room, like the eyes went to Omos. Like there was no, <laughs> he's such a, he's so much taller than you even imagine seeing him on TV. Yeah. yeah. I get what Omos yeah. is such a territory era wrestler, like a great Kali <laughs> style wrestler. Um, he's like nine years late because if he were around nine years ago, he would have gotten like a temporary great Kali title run. Um, yeah. and he would have been my favorite wrestler. Uh, but he's here in 2022 and he's too tall for someone to put a full Nelson on him. Uh, so it was a really disappointing match for me because <laughs> I love the full Nelson and I love tall people. I wonder if it's like Kali in India or like to a lesser extent, El Gigante in Brazil, where it's like in Nigeria, Omos is so fucking over. Like this one territory where, where like that's where all the homosexuals are. Like, they're yeah, just all the like, great power. Udi is like furious. <laughs> He's not. On top of <laughs> <laughs> yeah, any other highlights of these? Uh, yeah, other yeah. No, I will. A low light. Just when I thought Shinsuke Nakamura and Rick Booth could make me more upset. They just became Mike's hard lemonade. <laughs> yeah, they were, yeah, they were they, cheerleaders. They just became an Arnold Palmer drink. Um. <laughs> Oh, I would love a tag team that's just called Arnold Palmer and one's like lemonade and one's iced tea. <laughs> that's what good. it was. You but got you it. Samoa Joe's trunks and you got your dream came true. <laughs> it was so sad because in the beginning I was like, I was like, oh, look at Nakamura's new gear, new colors. Why? And then, oh, real, then you saw the amp. It it's in just an arm. ad. Yeah. It could have been know. for Cricket Wireless if they had a yeah, different sponsor for that. What are those guys yeah. getting in the ring? My friend Robert Newsom has this joke about Ric Flair where he's like, it's a shame that Ric Flair disappeared after 1995. Uh, and that is, <laughs> that is pretty much how I feel about Shinsuke Nakamura after 2016. Yeah. <laughs> One of yeah. my favorite wrestlers of all time. And uh, I don't, I don't know. I don't know where he went. He's, he's I don't, gone. I don't he's surfing. Some say he's surfing. You know what? It's fine. He still comes out with so much charisma. And yeah. People like, love him. Yeah, he, he doesn't would, have to do a lot. If I was seven in 2022, Shinsuke Nakamura would be my favorite wrestler. Uh-huh. He, he would be. I don't know. I was Mine would be almost. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right, who would yours be? Seven year old. 
Seven years old, Logan Paul. <laughs> <laughs> like, mommy, he's got a Pokemon card around his neck. Yeah. yeah. Uh, let's let's move uh, on to some of the other events. Uh, the Hall of Fame, we had a full hour of Undertaker with oh a God. wireless mic. Yeah, he looked like uh, I think Bubba oh, sorry, Mark Calloway. Mark Calloway. He looked My like a televangelist. Like, like he looked like a Creflo A dollar kind of guy. <laughs> yeah. A, a terrible evolution of the Undertaker character. <laughs> it's the most oh, logical real. next step. Um, yeah. Real, Somebody no, tweeted like Taker, he looks yeah. like he's about to sell some like crypto. So I <laughs> gothic real estate. I didn't see this, but so he spent a number of minutes talking about his relationship with Jesus Christ. But my Lord and Savior, Jesus did, Christ. Did he? I missed it. Did he oh, did he yeah. mention did he mention McFoley? No, no, not at all. Um, my, wow. favorite thing about, my favorite thing about the Jesus thing is that he just kind of elevated it step by step. He was like, I would like to thank my lovely wife, who is a great wrestler in her own right. I would like to thank my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And finally, I would like to thank Vince McMahon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well you ramp up Vince McMahon is above because <gasps> he beat him in that match. Wow. That's right. That's right. Technically, technically in the rankings. Yeah. In the AEW power rankings, Vince is uh, higher than God. Undefeated <laughs> over God. Um, but Eric Bischoff is over undefeated over Vince McMahon. So that's true. Vince never showed up. Easy E. He's, uh, he's number one. So far as bookers go, it's easy E, Vince McMahon, and God. Yeah. It's just like I can't imagine a bigger gap for anybody between the character they play and the person they are <laughs> for my personal taste than Mark Calloway of the Undertaker. The under like when oh, he you put missed the, the American Badass era? You know, that was diff- that was still different. He still had an aura. There's no aura with Mark There's Calloway. He put the hat on and it was like, never say never. And that was cool. Uh, but yeah. it was after an hour of like, and gosh, who designed my costumes? <laughs> Bryce, who decided that was not cool though, because I don't want to see him wrestle again. Like, I don't like that he's leaving the door open over it. I disagree. I want Undertaker to wrestle until he's 95 years old. Terry Funk wrestle Omos. And and just like they just throw him off the balcony onto Darby Allen or whatever it is. (laughs) Just the whole way down. I want white hair and the beard. I just want him to be a wizard looking guy. I never want Undertaker to go away. away. And look what happened. It's yeah, everybody I, uh, bumps around him. I, this was like an audition for a public speaking career. Oh, was it not? Yeah, or like a multi-level yeah. marketing scheme. A mega church. Yeah. Um, he's gonna have a mega church with oh Michelle God, McCool. He is. He's Did gonna, he's gonna like, have his own line of dead talks. It yeah. is. Yeah, oh, it's gonna be a heavy metal. Watching. Yeah. Um, just because like he coined the term Undertaker's mental moves. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> no, that doesn't sound good. Talked, wow. talked about how those were the things that he lived by throughout his illustrious 30 year career. And like Undertaker's mental move number one, perception is reality. And it's like, and, and how does one get sense. in on this multi level marketing pyramid? <laughs> <laughs> um, fucking suck. I'm going to try to live by Undertaker's mental moves for the for the next week or so and see how that shakes out. Let, let us know. I'd rather go by Scott Stein. Please write an article for Fat Fight. We'd yeah. love to see your more results. Gonzo journalism from Colette. <laughs> yeah, yeah, more. <laughs> Speaking of Gonzo, Colette, once you, you made a trip to Scott Steiner's show, uh, mm-hmm. a great a great article. Oh, yeah. 
please check that out. But uh, Scott Steiner getting the nod at the Hall of Fame, taking too much time, stumbling over his words. No, wait, great. Yeah, his public speaking has really gone downhill, hasn't it? Well, I mean, he did have a heart attack. He beat Triple H to the punch on that one. Oh, he did. I Um, didn't realize. Yeah, yeah, he had like a well, heart-related. He was, it was event just such a, a uh, you know, he was such a great comedian oh, yeah. before that. A man of fine health. <laughs> yeah, so glad Darren and I got to see a wrestle one last match against Swoggle a few years ago. <laughs> <laughs> you went to the AIW show. Yes, <laughs> he, he came out. He came out to little people. Sure, yeah. people got no. I got <laughs> when I got a text message about that. Like he's like, I have no idea why the fuck Scott Steiner wants to come out to little people. <laughs> <laughs> but he does. Um, and he's still, yeah. he sings along. Yeah. Weird singing seeing Scott Steiner sing Randy Newman. He's so yeah. good. I yeah, that speech was not very good. Um, but in true Steiner brothers fashion, he kept Rick from speaking too much. Yeah. <laughs> it was nice. Like I love the Steiner brothers. I think they're the best tag team of all time. Scott Steiner is depending on who the last person I've seen wrestle, like probably my favorite wrestler of all time. Uh but yeah, I was I was hoping like, you know, I had a little bit of hope that Scott Steiner was going to like start saying some weird shit about Triple H challenging. But, you know, we can't be so lucky. Yeah, I, I was. Yeah, I wonder if they had to finally take down that Scott Steiner picture at the entrance of every wrestle, wrestling event. <laughs> they put on. <laughs> uh yeah and then we had vader go in uh, queen charmel time you know when i heard about queen charmel going in i was like we just skipped right we just skipped right over vader brett because it was that was just his kids talking yeah i will say but but queen vader rules it's a shame they didn't put him in when he was still alive yeah when he was alive and begging to be put in yeah yeah Yeah, vader would have said some crazy shit on mike oh absolutely yeah he would have (laughs) fought (laughs) <laughs> yeah, he would have tried to out, fight fucking Triple H or some shit. He would have had the helmet on. It would have been a whole thing. It would have been yeah. amazing. They did have the helmet there. That was nice. But uh, yeah, uh, and and they gave, gave a nod to Boy Meets World, which I appreciated. Yeah. Oh, uh, but yeah, uh, we we had uh, Queen Charmel, maybe the best Hall of Fame like short like short and sweet acceptance speeches ever. She had so much poise. She looked radiant. Great outfit, like. King Booker doing the all oh, hail Queen Chabelle. <laughs> that was it's really so good. funny. It's like I, I was like, oh, I forgot that was part of the gimmick that they would just keep saying that. It, I thought it was so great. And I was like, yeah, after seeing the little video package and everything, yeah, you deserve it. Fuck it. I'm, I, I love how she was like, and thank you, Boogeyman. It's the first first Nitro girl to get in. Yeah, her career is so like... Oh, yeah. Because she's like, Ray, I'll never forget the filthy animals. (laughs) 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 Uh, And then uh, who who else went in? Shad Gaspard. Oh, Shad Gaspard. That was so I I I teared up when JTG and his son did the like crime time thing. That you know, that was beautiful. Yeah. Very sad, very mm-hmm. touching. I'll be the one millionth person to say that they should rename the award. Stop calling it the Warrior Award and yeah. maybe just Stop name it after Shad. Fucking yeah, Dane yeah. Warrior out every time. Yeah. Did y'all see? Did y'all see that the Ultimate Warriors company was selling the shirt that he fucking died in? Oh no. Yes, wow. I did see that. Who bought like three thousand dollars? Is it still Only wet? <laughs> I I don't know. I like 
it's uh it's the grimmest thing i've ever seen wow. on the on the memorabilia side of pro wrestling but yeah uh you know she's, Under, she's selling her own husband and shirt Undertaker my lucky Warrior shirt did that year uh <laughs> where he wore the same outfit several days in a row <laughs> Must have been disgusting. <laughs> oh yeah, that's what wrestlers do, though. Yeah. Like, there's a story. There's a story about how Vader would like wear his singlet one way, like with the Vader time in the front, and then the next would wear it on the back because he thought he didn't have to wash it if he <laughs> reversed it. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's yeah. wrestler logic. <laughs> I did notice that in the video. It's like, oh yeah, it does like switch sides I mean, sometimes. I saw ball. a picture yeah, of Vader and he was wearing just a regular tank top backwards. And I was like, I don't think this guy knows how to wear clothes. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, mechanically uh, can't. He was it. just in gimmick. That's all. Yeah, he's like crisscross. <laughs> I have a complaint about the Hall of Fame. We have no legacy inductees this year. Oh, <laughs> Cora Combs should be in there. Where Jack were the Pepper celebrity is not getting the nod that he deserves? <laughs> what oh, do yeah, we that's think right. Of... There were no celebrities. Thank God. What do we think of uh, NXT? <laughs> Anybody watch that? I missed I watched, it. No. I watched about half of it. I want to see. I, I, I'd watch the Braun Breaker thing, I guess. I have no clue what you guys are talking about. Did you know that Braun Breaker did not win? He actually lost. Yeah, yeah. yeah. we're skipping over like the, the real thing here, which is that Tommaso Ciampa lost his last NXT match to Tony Gabagool. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> he's now the dad of NXT. Yeah, he's making he hugged Triple proud. H for like four minutes and had to leave to Triple H's music. It was yeah. uh, oh, wow. It was not yeah. the best exit so far as NXT people go. Um, also, the most unnecessary ladder match in NXT history. I will like, go so I far so as to bad. say that that covers a lot of ground. Ninety percent of ladder matches are unnecessary. <laughs> yeah, I felt so and bad for all these good. guys. They're taking these crazy bumps, and it's like. No one really cares. Oh yeah, yeah. Grayson Waller took. It's like, in a, the afternoon. So gnarly that I remembered it. Um, yeah, like where he that like did some was... weird splash onto like two ladders that were draped over the guardrail, but he like missed, so he sprung yeah. off the first one. He saw Disgusting. that really bad bump that AJ Gray did at the GCW World <laughs> Show at and was like, was "Hold my that. beer, AJ Gray. <laughs> Hold my beer. I'll show you a bad bump." Yeah. Do we see any of these collective shows? No, I didn't watch yeah. anything without WWE on it. I only went wow. legal WrestleMania week. Yeah. yeah. I watched Brunch um, for the culture. Respect that. I, I really liked the Gringo Loco Lucha show. I watched a couple matches from that. I, that was I, very fun. I, it was great. I, I want to watch the whole thing. I did not get to really Big fun. Gay Brunch. Effie, a wrestling club member, uh, always puts on a fun, very weird show. Um, but. Uh, <laughs> I couldn't steal that one. Um, <laughs> uh, Bloodsport, not not quite my thing, but uh, oh yeah, I there was. Some good. I heard Bloodsport was great. That, I that, yeah, was I'd really like good. to see Biff versus Mox. Mox I'd like yeah. to see that. That was good. Yeah, that was. I did watch that. Uh, I love Bloodsport. That's Bloodsport 2019, best wrestling show I've ever been to. That's my number oh. one. Uh, wow. People were saying it's best uh, non-mania week show ever. Believe it. I believe yeah. it. Dar- Darren's a uh, Minoru Suzuki photo, famous, <laughs> famously claimed from that event. Oh, uh, yeah, I was there as well. Was yeah, funny. any of the WrestleCon shows? I watched a bit of the. Impact oh, the, show I always feel the WrestleCon, like the the Mitch. Uh, what's his name? I feel very Mark Hitchcock. Mark 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 Hitchcock. Yes, something yeah. like that. Um, he was a graphic designer. Show. Yeah, 
uh, is always my, one of my favorite shows of the weekend because it really does feel like an all-star show kind of. Yeah, thing it's fun to go to those see. live. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there was some really fun stuff. Uh, it was Loki and Homicide in the main event against the Briscoes. And there mm-hmm. was one guy in the like second row who gave Loki so much shit and Loki lost his shit. Of course. And got on the mic. Believe it or not, (laughs) and got in his face. And then they started ejecting the guy, which was so funny because, you know, Loki is Mr. Anti Cancel Culture. And Mm. so he was like, no, bring him back in. Bring him back in. Bring him in. I want him in the front row. He's like, uh, and uh, at one point, the guy was like, at least I'm not blacklisted from everywhere. And he goes, oh, Mr. Big Man, I'm blacklisted. That's why you're sitting down there and I'm up here beat people up. Or something uh, like that's that. why you're out there that and I'm rules. up here controlling my narrative. <laughs> yeah. Who, See you who in the rant room. <laughs> Did anyone win $5,000 for a good match on that show? Yes. the It was Bandito against Speedball Mike Bailey, which was a very good match. Cool. Well, good. I, I like Speedball now. a lot. He was they should have given it to the, the Scramble, shows. though. Just cut it up against the most people. <laughs> yeah. We, uh, I've, been on the, I've been on the receiving end of a, a Loki intimidation. <laughs> it's not Ooh. any place I'd run <laughs> That <again>. was, <laughs> I was frightened for you. That yeah. was when, we, we, when you were still doing the special. And no one knew he, he, nobody knew he was coming, right? Like Zelina no. De La Renta just brought him and he stood behind the camera the whole time, just like scowling. <laughs> no. You want to know what was weird? Being backstage and like standing between him and Dave Meltzer, and Dave's like, I know you. That's <laughs> 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 like the one episode I wish I just wasn't hosting. It could be a fly on the wall for. All the conversations because I was so busy running around. Well, one of my favorite moments ever from that show is that there's one point where Jeff Cannonball starts a ruckus and like breaks a table, and there's a coffee on the table and it spills all over Selena de la Renta. And Loki like grabs her and is like, We're getting out of here. Like, and he looked so upset, like he was ready to murder someone. Yeah, Special Mania 2019, relive the magic only on YouTube. <laughs> I, I believe it today it was yeah. like the four year, three or four year anniversary, three year anniversary of that it came up in my time hop. Wow. Yeah, yeah, I, I had to give uh, Lita's Uber to Selena De La Renta to like spoon things over. Uh, and uh, oops, <laughs> it was just like uh, a very nerve wracking night. Um, yeah. but. <laughs> But we, uh, we Dalton Castle was on that, and he was also on the. Oh, he was great for Ring of Honor, which is back now under the leadership of Tony Khan. Big Samoa Joe return. Oh, I, I, we, I, I feel like that was the obvious. Yeah, yeah, had to be. Yeah, uh, that was great. That Briscoe's FTR match Ooh. was one of the best matches of the weekend for sure. Yeah, it was great. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed that show. I thought it was a lot yeah. of fun. Yeah, it, bottom, it was a fun watch. It was like, you know, I haven't kept up with Ring of Honor, but I've watched a bunch of the more recent shows and it felt like, OK, take this thing and fix some things about it. That's what yeah. it felt like. Yeah. There was a lot of the same faces and a lot of the same things that I don't care about. Brett Titus. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I think he was just there to lose the title. I was sure. Yeah. And which is good. I like that. I, I would rather have Brett Titus show up and lose than like have him be, you know, 
wiped off the you know mm-hmm. map but you know it's i we're doing a jay lethal main event angle and stuff that's not yeah Sanjay yeah. Dutt's in this corner. I'm like, what, what is this? I don't know. <laughs> um, did did any ROH guys beat any AEW guys, or was it all like AEW winning? Hmm. Wheeler so. Uta won. Uh, who else? Um, FTR won. FTR won. won. Gresham won. Yeah. Gresham. Oh yeah, but that was a that was ROH. That was ROH. ROH. Match, right. Yeah. That that worries me though. It's like, oh, is Bandito not going to be around in this new ROH? I guess not. I hope he is. I, I hope so. I, th- I feel like he's popped up in AEW. Before, I don't know. Right? I don't know. I'm no, more, he hasn't. There, there are wrestlers lost in the shovel in AEW. I am much more excited about being in Ring of Honor than a lot of the current Ring of Honor guys. So yeah, uh, we, we had a Mercedes win the interim title, which is stupid. I hate Tony Khan's. <laughs> that's a, that's like, a whack MMA thing that. Yeah, I love the TNT title. He's one relying it on it killed, that killed yeah. MMA. Yeah, yeah, like Diana's like down the street, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, she was she was wrestling at that same time, but it's like the Briscoes wrestled on shows that were billed at the same time. So it's like they could have worked something out, I think. But yeah, yeah, they yeah. could have done a number one contenders match. That probably would have. Yeah, <laughs> I don't care about this new this like new Tully Blanchard faction. Hey, Brian Cage. Wait, hold on. Who is who is Tully Blanchard's guy? Who was it? It's like Brian, it's Brian Cage, Cage and then like Poet a savage Dona team. and Jasper Khan. The gates oh, of Jasper's Ag- not really a <laughs> savage what? guy. Oh damn, dude! The Tully, Tully Blanchard Enterprise. Enterprise. It's Tully, very nineteen seventies. Tully, Tully's lost in the, in the divorce. Uh, <laughs> not good for Tully. Tully. Real quick, uh, back to Diada. I was like, I wonder if there's like some angle here so i did tune into the impact show and watched she had a big mystery opponent so it was like oh, oh. this is going to be something intriguing and it was fabi apache uh who's you know fine it's interesting triple beat her yeah. at like triple mania last year yes so. okay and then she retained um failed revenge yeah <laughs> but like i don't think people really you picked you picked up on it, I guess, but yeah, yeah, just lucha perverts care. I'm I'm not a lucha <laughs> pervert, so. <laughs> um, yeah, and then uh, we had Swerve, uh, we had Lee Moriarty, um, Willow Nightingale. Can we talk about? I think she she is my she's favorite. Great. Give her she's, a million bucks. Yeah, I I love her. I think she's as like genuine of like a likable baby faces you know bianca belair is everyone and... says that she is that inside and out mm-hmm. the ring so that sounds like a baby face to me yeah who who are your standouts of these these shows that you saw oh, let's go around and maybe pick like if you have watched any of these people or just anybody coming up that you have seen and know where yeah let's keep it open-ended yeah well i want to say i want to give well i will definitely but i want to give a big shout out to ASF Arthur San Francisco. Yes. He was on the Lucha show. And I every time he is on one of these cards, he steals the show mm-hmm. with some crazy flippy shit. And I say flippy shit as, as a point of love. I love flippy shit. Flippy yeah. shit is my favorite. Uh and Chris he Jericho tweeted has, about him. Yes, he yeah. always has ridiculously innovative spots. Uh, I feel like the Lucha guy stole the show at the Hammerstein show. Yeah, uh, that, so that was match really, was awesome. 
Yeah, and and he was the highlight of that, and then he was the highlight of the Lucha Game Changer show this past weekend too. He did this crazy spot where, uh, you know, how they do the tilt a whirl or whatever into like a a bulldog. So he did a tilt a whirl from one guy to a second guy to a third guy, <laughs> and then did a head scissors. It was the most ridiculous thing, and it worked, and it was great. This guy's going to be really, really big as soon as people see him yeah darren any, anybody that you're excited about i know you've had a busy weekend but <laughs> i didn't watch any i only watched wwe colette <laughs> yeah. um well, madcap I should i should i say madcap <laughs> <laughs> congratulations <laughs> to madcap moss yeah. uh I can say that like of things that I'm looking forward to, to seeing when I have a chance to, because I have, you know, it was busy last week. I have a busy week coming up. Um, so I don't know what wrestling I'll see. That's not NW Wolfpack related. Um, that seems to be what I'm up to <laughs> these days, but uh, I, I want to see um, speedball Mike Bailey's stuff. I've heard nothing but incredible things about yeah. all like 19 matches. He apparently had over yeah. a five day stretch. Um, I wanted to see Minoru Suzuki stuff because it looks really weird. Uh, and I thought it was great that he celebrated by drinking a natty light. <laughs> yeah. Partying <laughs> with really every cool. kid, like hillbilly Jim at all the shows. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I want to see Biff Busick stuff too. Cause I've, I've heard that this, like, you know, Biff had kind of like a reawakening at like beyond like his first show um, back from WWE. But I hear that this was like really kind of him like staking his claim as, as one of the best on the independence, which he was when he left. So um, I'm looking forward to that. Um, otherwise, uh, I think the best uh, stuff uh, <laughs> that happened this WrestleMania was uh, Stephanie McMahon apparently being in the same hotel as the GCW people. <laughs> to yeah. with all of them. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like that made no sense to me, but um and yeah i don't know it it feels like a really weird week where like everything got smushed together like wwe did all of their stuff that they usually take the whole week to do in like four days um but you know like i'm sure that there's a lot of gems out there that are are waiting to be watched and i'm looking forward to finding them yeah how about vin any, any yeah favorites? I'll, I'll throw some names out there like we were just saying willow nightingale i've been a big fan of for a little while now uh trisha dora Oh, great. Obviously, so holding the Pan-African Diaspora champion. She Give her uh, all the money, too. She's yeah. Give her all the money. Mm-hmm. Uh, Wheeler Yuta, we were just yes, talking that, a little bit about. That's who I was going to say. Wheeler Yuta continues to impress me. Yeah. yeah, he's definitely like on the rise. I hope they do more of him. I, I was hoping they would do more of him in AEW, but now that Tony Khan's got Ring of Honor, I feel like that's... You, you build him up in Ring of Honor. I think you make him a big star there, and then you transfer him over. The thing is going to happen to a lot of people that they're they're underutilizing in AEW right now. Also, um, a really great female tag team um, is the the Sea Stars. I don't know if anyone's mm-hmm. oh, yeah the yeah C-Stars. they're great. Yeah, Ashley Vox and Delmi Exo. They're in MLW right now. And um, also, I would uh, last but not least, uh, Darius Carter, uh, who has four championships right now. You should go check him out. He's he's a very He's kind of a throwback. He's like a Nick Bockwinkle type. Um, I would say loosely, if you're a fan of MJF, go check out Darius Carter because he's been doing that act way before MJF. And I think he does it a lot better. He's he's so into his gimmick of he's better than everyone else. Like I've asked him before, why don't you sell merchandise? 
And he's like, because I'm wrestling's richest prize and you have to come see me. Like, I'm the only, you want a piece of me? You can't wear it. You can't buy it. You have to come and see it. And it's like, I like that. Yeah. Yeah. He's got a a, a different speed to him too, which I appreciate. Um, uh, yeah, but I, I definitely second uh, Trisha Dora, like, why she's not women's champion in a major promotion i don't get she's like a veteran she's yeah um very cool and also a ninja mac also yeah i love ninja my, mac like he i thought the spring of honor show was going to be like a nice little showcase for him and then he mm. wound up getting squashed by brian cage i really love tully love. blanchard saying ninja mac though yes. <laughs> uh scotland any, anybody you love I saw a little bit of the uh, the Lucha show and I saw Drago Kid for the first time and I liked him. He's a weird looking oh. uh, dude, but uh, I liked him a lot. Of course, Mr. Iguana, you know, I always champion Mr. Iguana. He did the AAA show yeah. um, and the Ring of Honor thing. I really like Lee Moriarty. I, I want to see more of him. I feel like he was kind of getting lost in AEW and I don't know if if they're going to just move him over to ROH or if he was just there for the super card, but I want to see more of him. I like him a lot. Yeah. Um, and on, on that Lucha tip, one of my favorite matches of the weekend, and maybe it's just cause I'm a sucker for the carny shit, but uh, Dr. Wagner jr. Versus psycho clone. It was so fun. They did all their things and it was great. Psycho clown's great, man. Yeah. It Dr. bummed Wagner me out at the, uh, the Hammerstein show psycho clown got like such a small response and i think it might have been because he was like the first one out in that uh in that battle royal situation but it was like all these other people that like wrestle in jeans and shit were getting huge pops and it's like psycho clown's one of the biggest stars on the planet mm-hmm. but people didn't know who he was it was it was bumming me out that's a really weird thing like i saw his um appearance in AIW uh like earlier this year maybe late last year and kind of thought the same where it was like people had to kind of warm up to him whereas yeah. like you know in Mexico obviously like if Psycho Kong comes out that curtain people are going nuts um and I don't know like maybe that's just kind of the culture of indie wrestling right now where people don't necessarily know wrestlers from outside unless they've been here for a while like Band- yeah. or Bandito or Laredo Kid or someone like that would get a huge response I feel like also a lot of American fans like know more about Japanese wrestling than they might about like Lucha wrestling. It is, yeah. And like you're saying, like people that, you know, Psycho Clown hasn't been working in the States a lot. So, yeah, like like you're saying, like, that's probably why. But it's such a bummer. It's yeah. weird. And, you know, the perception of Lucha Libre in this country, too, is high flying stuff. And Psycho Clown is a brawler. Like, it's, yeah. it's just different. Like, it's something that if you're not used to, you're not used to it. Also, he wears a Halloween mask. <laughs> i think that's part of it but it takes a little <laughs> to get over but uh so yeah any 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 final thoughts about the the week any weird things uh one thing comes to mind is nick gage teaching william regal how to do the mdk hands so no fucking funny i want to break you know i was in and out of mania weekend i've had a crazy week at work um did bob backland and freshly died ox baker make it to WrestleCon? You know, I, I didn't get an update on that. Oh, gosh. Uh, I'm praying. Intense. Freshly <laughs> dyed Oxbick. Well, he for, for WrestleCon, he dyes the mustache and the eyebrows, not the rest oh of Oh, my it. God. 
not the rest of it. <laughs> he just gets the fifteen dollars. Like devilish. Oh, I thought you were making. I thought he. I thought Ox Baker had died, and you were yeah, like, uh, you were like, like a joke. No, no, no. no. Bob and Ox uh, seem to have road tripped to Dallas together, and someone took their photo somewhere. It looks like Arkansas. That's like one of the all-time cars. Like just yeah. one of the all-time. <laughs> I would. Well, the thing hey, is, Bob, Bob Backlund, Backlund ha- he he walks alongside the car. <laughs> I have, is Bob Backlund doing handstands this year again? I have family in Connecticut. I have thought about putting up the money to have Bob Backlund's HVAC company come to their house so I can spend an hour with Bob Backlund <laughs> doing it. <laughs> Dream one rotation get, over there. We gotta, get Bob, we gotta get Bob Backlund on Wrestling Club. That's oh, right, my Darren, that's my dream guest. You know, I, cameo. Can we get a? I'm watching all these events. I'm watching Wallamania. Looks so much fun. You know, yeah. everybody's getting drunk and like cross pollinating. WrestleCon. Darren and I have walked around before and like gawked at fucking great Sasuke and Takamichinoku, yeah. like and Virgil and our I'm friend. Like, just like all, all these weird people sharing the same space uh, that like are in the same genre and don't belong together. Next year, WrestleMania is coming to Los Angeles. I'm going to, Darren, if you're not flying I'll out on your there. own, then I'll, I'll fly you out. Oh, Anybody worries. that wants to come out, we're going to do some... fly you out. This is a binding contract. <laughs> we're going to do some wrestling club shit and we're going to go to all the things and we're going to yeah, I can't say we'll be more popular, but we'll certainly uh, etch out a presence like we did a few years ago at Special Mania. And, you know, we'll get Bob Backlund there and we'll, we'll get we'll do another. <laughs> oh, I want to be in the car with Bob from Connecticut to L.A. I well, want- yeah. <laughs> now, here's, the Brett, here, here's the big question. Mm-hmm. If you find out Lanny Poffo is going to be there. What's Lenny the Poffo brand? can't get back in the country. Lenny Poffo does not have a working passport. Like, he can't. Okay, so that's it. That's my I know he couldn't get TV reception where he was. One hundred percent set speculation on my on my part. Maybe <laughs> maybe it's because the, the TV is at a weird angle. But Bob <laughs> hovering over his bed. We could listen to Shelby Foote's Civil War narrative. <laughs> I actually do listen Eight to that hour. to go to sleep. <laughs> Bob listens it to stay awake while driving. <laughs> We're gonna rekindle our friendship with Big Dave Meltzer. We're gonna we're gonna okay. do it up. Dave, we have a year I, to plan this. I want to just want to say I'm so sad that Dave dyed the hair for WrestleMania weekend, but I I uh, my WrestleMania preview show was the Denise Salcedo Dave Meltzer <laughs> matchup, which is I don't know, maybe it's only me that makes me laugh. Yeah, if if Sean Ross Sapp can join the cluster, club, our, I could I could do something within the year that'll make me worthy of inclusion. We know Joey. Yeah, I'm just saying. Yeah, really, yeah. Check out Wrestling Club's Instagram for Brett's detailed uh, Zabruder film analysis of Dave's office. Oh, yes, yes. I did some close zooms on everything. His child sitting on a chair. (laughs) So weird. Did you ever figure out what his favorite Beach Boys song is? No, he didn't get back. But we'll ask him in person. We asked him his favorite (laughs) movie last time. Also, Colette, how is your search? I saw on Twitter you were uh, possibly thinking of crowdfunding $1,500 to get Bret Hart's top three Radiohead records. Is that his favorite Radiohead record? (laughs) I'll settle for one. Yeah, your whole thread about Bret Hart's music opinions is so funny. Wrestling Club (laughs) will sponsor you on your journey. (laughs) 
<laughs> or any kind of music. I just want to have like what wrestling club every week, and then we'll like check in with our music expert, Bret Hart. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Look, I got I a, really I got a venue it. now in Hollywood. Yeah. We're gonna we're gonna do it up. We're gonna have a weird ass party. I like that he likes REM. That makes me very happy for some reason. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, right. But yeah, my uh, my take on WrestleMania week is that this is the best WrestleMania since 17. Uh, there's like no no contest. Um, maybe if people would have cheered Batista at 30, things would have been different. But, <laughs> you know, I was the only one there cheering. Uh, so best hey, Kumail was cheering. He had to promote Gr- uh, Gruber. <laughs> Gruber. <laughs> He was front row, screaming his head off. No, the Uber movie. Come on. That was 35, wasn't it? That was 35. Yeah, that was 35. That was Triple H. This is 30, where he should have beat Daniel Bryan in the main event to become WWE heavyweight champion. I'm serious about that. He should have won. Whoa. Hot take. Daniel Bryan has got plenty of time on the clock. Dave Bautista did not. (laughs) That was true. You were right about that. Uh, Rob, uh, he put over the shield. <laughs> any takeaways? Any last last notes about WrestleMania? Uh, my takeaways: I'm actually curious about the Raw, about WrestleMania Raw. Oh, I'm curious no. what Cody Rhodes is going to say. Oh God! I'm uh, curious how they're going to treat this Roman Reigns win. It was interesting. They couldn't. They didn't get the wording settled on what what he's called now because they called him like the undisputed WWE universal champion. But then the graphics said he was world champion and universal champion. And then like Michael Cole didn't know what to, what to say. Uh, overall though, I will say this was a very fun weekend. I went into WrestleMania with very low expectations and was pleasantly entertained. I was not, not entertained both nights. So that in itself is stupendous. Yeah. Scotland. I kind of felt like uh, the grump in a Christmas movie where I'm just like, well, I hate WrestleMania. I don't care this year. (laughs) And then and then I'm watching it. I'm like, this is a lot of fun and I'm enjoying it. And I I like WrestleMania. I came around and I I had fun and I I believe in the spirit of Andre the Giant now. Yeah. (laughs) Then. Yeah, I think this is I think this has been a theme for I'm not going to say every WrestleMania in the past couple of years, but there's definitely been this pattern of in the buildup because the buildups to most WrestleManias are not that great outside of maybe one or two feuds that they're really laser focused on. John and, yeah, and I, <laughs> and I always go into WrestleMania thinking like, Ah, you know, the buildup hasn't been that good. Uh, what's it gonna be? I'm not really that into it. And then I watch it and I'm like, that was actually pretty good. And this year, especially, I think was like everyone see, seems to be agreeing on, is kind of been like a high watermark. Like there's a level of consistency outside of a handful of matches that they've been able to achieve this year. And that's, I guess, that's to be commendable because they don't do consistency very well. <laughs> Yeah. Darren, any, any last thoughts? WWE, WWE is a garbage promotion. It has been horrible <laughs> for the past two years, but this was a big, dumb, fun show yep. that mm-hmm. only WWE at its ultimate worst could make. I have 
no interest in any other shows they do. I'll see you next year, WWE. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, I ain't watching Raw. <laughs> yeah. And we like glossed over it, but I am so fucking excited for Samoa Joe to be in AEW. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah, dude. That's to yeah. me, like, I don't give, like, I know it's not cool, the cool answer. I know it's not the whatever, the, uh, I, but like, Samoa Joe and CM Punk is an yep. actual dream match that we thought we'd never get again, and we're going to get mm-hmm. it. And the William Regal ties into that and the whole thing. Like, this is, I'm so excited. Like, I don't want AEW to get any more old dudes or whatever. I think Samoa Joe's it. Maybe, maybe Claudio, if. Yeah. Throw them both in the Blackpool Combat Club or whatever. Joe don't even need, I mean, whatever. It don't matter. I'm so excited for Joe to be in the mix there because how can it be bad? Yeah. And next week on Wrestling Club, you know, last, last week we talked about, the Jim Morrison, Kevin Sullivan uh, legal battle. J.J. Dillon. J.J. Dillon's yeah. real name is Jim Morrison. Mm-hmm. Uh, we only refer to him as Jim Morrison on this program. But yeah, on Twitter, being alerted that who appears on Judge Steve Harvey this week, but Scott Steiner. What? No, is this just a what? wrestling show? Now? Is this shit about Shonies? <laughs> so next week, we're going to talk about Scott Steiner's appearance on Judge Steve Harvey and Judge Darren. Maybe is you know how you know people come in. We all come back you know for how, this one. This sounds you know like how, if you have a great now, listen, you know how people you know how people get ordained. You know what I mean? They sign a little paper. Me, I did the same thing when it comes to being a podcast judge. So, you know, I'm George. I'll be Judge Darren. Maybe next week. It's my first day on the bench. So go easy on me. But if anybody has some wrestling related disputes they want to uh air out in my court judge darren maybe <laughs> next week brett's the ba- bailiff brett will be there as well and yeah. uh we'll see if this is an idea with any legs outside of yeah, it's, it's, it's you and john it's you and john hodgman holding down the podcast judge team right yeah now. i'm the jesse <laughs> thord of the situation uh if any if any of our current guests have a wrestling related dispute or uh, please hit me up. Or if anybody listening has a wrestling related dispute, I already have w- w- one pass to me. We'll see if the 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 scheduling works out. But this would be a doozy. Um, but, EM uh, Punk versus Colt Cabana. We're doing. It. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, you we, got it. I you got, got Colt's number. Yeah, I just need the other. He ones. probably he probably knows someone with CM Punk's number. Probably. So, uh, yeah, we'll set. We'll set. <laughs> I think a real judge has to settle that, but uh, I am a real judge. Thank you, everybody, <laughs> for joining the Squared Circle Pit Fan Fight Pro Wrestling Potluck Oddball with Forte, Darren's uh, Saturday Night Music Show, which you superseded over WrestleMania. Saturday, Saturday nights at midnight, baby. It's WrestleMania Saturday every Saturday at WFMU. Yeah. And uh, I don't know, I'll be performing around Los Angeles at comedy shows that I don't remember. Woo! Uh, <laughs> so uh, thanks to everybody. Thanks to you for listening. Darren, why don't you take us out? I'm not prepared to take us out, but all right. Thanks for hanging out. It's the <laughs> WrestleMania Rap Party with WFMU's Wrestling Club. Thanks to all our guests. Shout outs to everyone uh, in the chat. Thanks to everyone at WFMU for putting the podcast up. Follow us on social media. We'll be back next Sunday with a whole new show, so please check it out. But until then, for Brett, I'm Darren. This has been Wrestling Club. Thanks again, and we'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye. 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 Bye.